You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. <laughs> we'll give you a royalty out of that. Yeah. It definitely sounds fair. I'll, I'll... <laughs> we got Andrew in the building. He wasn't uh, at, at mic check. He's walking around and holding some shrams. What's up, man? All right. All right. We also got Christian in the house. Mm-hmm. Drinking some dark horse back there. Yeah. I'm working on this. Uh, well, first of all, I had the Crescent Fresh from Ellison, which was really, really good. Um, this hoof-hearted bean flicker is nice, too. And that, that's the one with the hoof-hearted... Yeah, hoof-hearted uh, coffee. With the coffee, not the yeah. hoof-hearted brewery, the hoof-hearted right. coffee. Very yep. Nice. Yeah. yep. Very nice. And then I've got some batch uh, rainbow colors coming behind that. And uh, we got a few things on the table, including some water. Um, that'll get some run at some point, I guess. No, I, st- I started with the um, Dark Horse. Yeah. And I'm moving to the Batch Rainbow Colored IPA. Yeah. And I've also got that Chrissy from Shrams. How is, how is the Chrissy? I haven't tried it yet, but I'm, okay. I'm, I'm you looking had it forward to down. it. Okay. And, you know, the, the one thing about I love about 8 Degrees Play-Doh is there's always something very interesting and good on the tap list. Yes. Yes. So. But the can selection, bottle and can selection is is unmatched. I mean, I'm seeing some stuff here um, that I've not seen in some other places, including this spoonful of sugar and palm haze. So you, you know, it, it's one of our uh, philosophies uh, and, and uh, one of the ways we try to do things. Um, you know, in, in this market now, uh, the beer market is pretty crowded. Very. And, you know, there's talk of a of a bubble. Yeah. And and things going on like that. So you know. If you're a one-trick pony like we were, or and sometimes some ways still are, we sell beer. That's what right. we do. When I introduce myself to people, what do you do? I, I sell beer. Yeah. Um, but there's no way that we can survive just selling the usual suspects. Absolutely. So we work extra hard making sure that we get out and, and find some of these smaller breweries, um, build some of those relationships, uh, you know, transient uh, yeah. friends out west. Yep. Great example. Yeah, um, and they do good work. They really do good really work. good work. Yeah. And, and they're great guys, and they're yeah. uh, they're trying to make it work just like we are. Absolutely. And uh, you know, happy to be working with them and, and getting their product out here. Definitely. Um, we've we've built a lot of relationships over the last couple of years, and uh, uh, you know, to the point uh, that every time you come in here, you should see something new. And right. That's, that's the goal, and that's even if you come in every other day. Um, you know, it's a lofty goal, but that's what we strive for every day. And, you know, you mentioned relationships, and that's so important. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's yeah. one of the things that we pride ourselves on with Bruce Brothers oh, is yeah. making relationships and oh. maintaining those relationships sure. so that we can have conversations in the beer community and, and be know, respected in the community. Uh, beer is social. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and that's I think that's one thing that I, I think a lot of people tend to forget. Uh, you know, we don't have TVs in here, I think, much to your chagrin. Uh, we t- we tend- this time yeah, of the year. Right, it's March Madness. I was like, they might have a TV. That's the one That's fine. We don't need TVs all the time, I, I, a special cage of TV. I, I, <laughs> I feel you. But, uh, but you know, the, the funny thing is, is that uh, I think in, in this... Uh, store or bar, it works not to have TVs in Definitely. here. I, I think that there's uh, there's actually a lot of people that'd be highly offended if we had a TV in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, it, it just forces you to actually talk to you, the person next to you. you Imagine know, that, right? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. And yeah. uh, and we've we've had a lot of actually we've had a lot of friendships um, start out here and grow. Um, and we have regular people coming back all the time, meeting, you know, and, and just talking about beer or whatever yeah. is going on in their lives. Uh, 
you know, the communal tables. That's part yeah. of it. Right. I mean, you yeah. know, you, you know, you never know who you're going to sit next to. And that's that's a now, good thing. It's great Jim, stuff. Yeah. Share with us, how did you get started in this beer game? <laughs> well, for, uh, uh, you want the long story or you want the short story? Whichever uh, well, one you well, feel like telling. Yeah. Right, how long is long? <laughs> you can tell the long story, but pass the, the bell to Sasha just in case. Okay. <laughs> right, Sasha, where's the bell? No, I might, it's right there. I, I, so in just case, in case, you know, we'd be like. Oh, okay. I thought, was, I thought that was if I swore. I had to hit that and, and get out of there. All right. Sasha needs some practice I with the bell. I have a potty mouth. Oh, good, good, good. Well, I... Um, I, I did uh, stand-up comedy for about 25 years. Um, traveled the nation. I was a road comic. Uh, met with some pretty big guys. Met with a lot of small-time guys. Um, I played in crowds in, as large as uh, maybe 10,000. Yeah, as small as two. Um, you know, you so, Bridget? You know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. I was bridging somebody else. And, and believe me, she's heard everything I've had to say. So... No um, new jokes for the when, it, when it's just two, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's when you earn your money. But, you know, I, I traveled around, um, and yeah, I got tired of drinking the usual suspects, and I was like, well, that's, you know, there's something else out there. And, and I started uh, going to breweries or, or trying other locally pro- produced beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what would happen is that uh, I would end up bringing them home. Um, and while I was also working as a comic, um, I also had a, uh, a corporate job. I was doing sales and marketing for Comcast, uh, and I got liberated in 2008. I don't know if anybody remembers 2008. Yep, uh, I'm familiar. Fun, what a fun time that was <laughs> yep, for everybody, yep. yep. I uh, got liberated, and uh, me and Bridget had already thought about doing a beer store as a concept because um, we would we would host these beer tastings in our driveway like every Sunday when I go mm-hmm. home with all this beer. And we would just, you know, what's this taste like? I don't, I don't know. know. Let's, let's find let's out. Find out. Yeah. Let's see what it yeah. is. Um, so once I got liberated, I went on unemployment, which uh, I don't know if anyone's ever been on unemployment. But I have. Not as much fun as everybody. Not, not, not so much. No, not the, not the handout. <laughs> yeah. People think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, went to school, finished up my degree. I uh, did uh, a four-year degree in about a year and a half. Nice. Um, graduated from Eastern um, with a degree. Yep, in independent studies, and, and that's where I wrote my business plan and all this for the store. Nice. Nice. Uh, and then uh, cashed in what was left of. 401k okay. and uh, got a store in Ferndale and okay. it was the first ever craft beer centric store in Michigan it was just nice. craft beer and it was 1200 square feet and it was very intimate oh my gosh and it was <laughs> uh, it was myself and Bridget yeah. um, for that first year year and a half uh, every six pack bottle of beer whatever both of us touched it I either stacked it and she rang it up or vice versa yeah. so it was definitely a labor of love um, but then what you know what had happened is that uh, that was a 1,200 square foot store. We were pumping so much beer out of there that when the national reps would come because they were looking at our numbers and wondering where are you keeping it, where are you keeping <laughs> right. it, and the whole philosophy at that store and much like this store was keeping it rotated. Yeah, we, we bought beer like fruit. Yeah, yeah we bought what we could sell. Wanted to, especially the IPAs, wanted to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, check dates. If it was close to being out of date, we wouldn't take the order. Mm-hmm. Um, did things like that and just kind of built up a, kind of a, a following. And, uh, and we did the Friday night tastings, which um, was something I don't think people were doing back then. I, I don't know how legal it was, but we did it. And, uh, you didn't get arrested, we didn't, right? Well, right, right. Know, right. Not All's well to as well, right? <laughs> we may have. I, I don't know anybody. Um, 
but that was one of those things that we, you know, we definitely got the breweries to come out. Um, and a lot of times it was new to them. Um, so we were getting some heavy hitters like uh, the owner, like uh, Travis Fritz came out. Yeah. Um, back when Travis was brewing for, uh, uh, was it Old Detroit? Um, and Brew Detroit. Uh, Brew Detroit. And uh, he would come on out and uh, the, the guy who actually brewed your beer would pour you the beer and you could taste it. And, and they were forming a connection. Mm-hmm. And we were selling experiences and building a community. Yeah. And those tastings went the entire seven years of that store. Nice. And we were averaging, um, in its heyday, you are getting about 150 transactions in a two-and-a-half-hour period. And we figured wow. there was probably one person paying and usually a couple. So we figured we were probably squishing about 300 people through that tasting line nice. on average every Friday night. Man, that's amazing. Oh, it was it was totally amazing, and yeah. not something that we expected to do. Right, but it was a way to get people in the store, and you know, not everybody bought something, but most people did, and they may right. not have bought the beer that was being tasted, but they bought something. They found something. They yeah, found something, yeah. and that was you know that was the key, and uh, and Friday nights were were just a hit, just a lot, a lot of fun. So, what brought you to Midtown? Mid, oh, we've been looking at Detroit. Uh, we opened in Ferndale in 2011. We've been looking in Detroit. Ever since we opened up Ferndale, because I, there's definitely nothing like that here. Um, and it took us a couple years. We had a couple of uh, leases fall through, um, things of that nature. And then we we found this building, uh, which is a phenomenal-looking building. We, we kept most of it. It's, it's all original. We didn't do much to it. And uh, got a great lease and moved in here uh, three and a half years ago. And when that happened, if somebody walked down the street, we were like, well, they're stopping in because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And nowadays, they're walking down the street. i got to figure out some way to make them stop in. That's right. There's too many people walking by now. Yep. So we got, I mean, it's, this area has really grown and picked yeah. up. Um, founders moving in a year and a half ago, um, a block away, I think was phenomenal. I mean, we talked about that. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a great thing. What was that going to do to your business? That, it, was a, it was a phenomenal thing. And, you know, it brought more exposure. The, the only downside is I think a lot of people assume that we're here because of founders. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. Founders used to have meetings here. Ding, ding, ring the bell. Yeah, yeah. I that's can that to, to that. You know? Sasha, you slow on the bell. You need some practice well, with well, these well, bells. I was, I was so She was mesmerized. I was. Yes. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not just you another pretty face. Right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right here, that mesmerized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> See? Slow on the bell. Come on. I like it. I like Pick it up. I was daydreaming about red hair. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, so we we love it here. Uh, we have the the full service bar, the Class C uh, li- liquor license. So sixteen rotating taps. Um, we delved into bourbons last year. Mm. So now we've got about forty different bottles of bourbons. We know a little wow. something about bourbon. Okay, yeah. I, a little bit. A little bit. I learned that I like them. I don't know as much about them as I would like to, but I I do like bourbons. I'm, I'm, well, we, we got a little, we got a little something tonight. You can hang out a little bit. You okay, know. yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Something a little bit later. Coming yeah, in. yeah, I think that's cool. Um, and and we've got that and uh, yeah we're we're just killing here we're we're just doing really well and uh, again a, a part of the neighborhood. Now did it hurt you? Um, went, went to to move from one store. You know, back to one store. It's still a little bit of a transition. I, I okay. have such a good team here um, with Christian and Zach um, as my leaders and the rest of the staff that I'm really trying to fit into what they are doing because okay. I don't want to upset that apple cart because they're doing a really good job. 
So, and uh, yeah, I never would see you down here. I always saw those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because I was in Ferndale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing was, you know, Ferndale, we closed uh, December 31st, and that was sad. Um, and then I spent all of January dismantling the store myself and bringing pieces of it down. You can see pieces of it here, mm-hmm. or doing something, getting rid of some of the pieces. So that was kind of my mourning period, you know, taking it apart and all that. Um, still, still dealing with a couple of bills, so I still have that to remind me. Um, but uh, it's always yeah. It's I was gonna say fun. I think we've all got some reminders of some sort oh, in that man. in that way. I've got too many reminders. Like, yeah, <laughs> daily, right? <laughs> but, but but Ferndale always has a special place in our heart. I mean, that was our baby, and uh, and we love it there. And, and you know, we're not uh, we're not saying we're not we're out of there totally. We're just saying we're not there right now. Well, that? I have a question, and, and I guess this is more selfish. Uh-huh. One day I'll start buying beers again, you know, and everybody looks at me uh-huh. like, <laughs> right. you know. But right but, now you're just buying palate cleansers. I, I just buy palate cleansers now yeah. because you know, as Tim knows, I'm trying to empty out That's my cellar. cellar. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows about that, but and he's part of the reason I have a cellar <laughs> because I will go from Ferndale to Detroit, from yeah. Ferndale yeah, to yeah, Detroit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and add it to my cellar. Yeah, yeah. So I knew everybody at both stores. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you contributed to this cell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Another thing I, you're I responsible I, for that I, you didn't know. I've got a wing with my name on it down there. I think. <laughs> right. A, a, a wing, because there are several wings. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. So where did the name come from, A Degrees Plato? Uh, degrees Plato is a brewer's term, measuring right. sugar mm-hmm. um, and thus gravity and, and alcoholic beverages. Uh, so we figured that would be a really good term we didn't want to call it like tim's store or bridges store because that wouldn't sell right so right. degrees plato um we came up with and then uh, we came up with the number eight because eight is an aesthetically pleasing number yeah I mean, it's round on the top round on the bottom so we who doesn't figured, like round right exactly yeah uh, you can't hey round and, and we figured with a name like eight degrees plato if if you knew beer uh we figured that you would know right that we mean you know the reference yeah and the other 89 percent of us would go hey what's that and then it's a great conversation starter yep and i think that makes sense because but 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 what happened though which we didn't realize is that in ferndale when we first opened eight degrees plato we had a couple of people you know there's some people in the beer industry that know way more than anybody else (laughs) (laughs) really yeah they're not afraid to let you know mark donkers he's not here tonight right right But they were telling me that, you know, eight, an 8-degree eight Play-Doh beer is a very light beer. Right. And I'm like going, well, it's a very small store. The <laughs> there next, you go. The next one will be 32 degrees Play-Doh. That's what it will we'll make it more. That's, that's the goal, 32 degrees Play-Doh. Yeah. yeah. But maybe maybe now that will be the number that we have. We'll have 32 franchises of Play-Doh or something like that. That's Sounds like a plan. There you go. We're going to rule the world. Bruce Brothers is on board, man. Yeah, I know you are. Bruce Brothers yeah. definitely on board. Definitely on board. Be, Members of Plato Nation. Plato Nation. Yeah, I don't know if we would be members of Tim's Nation. So I think oh. he made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, Tim's Nation doesn't quite have that ring no, to no, it like Plato Nation. And, and when we started out, uh, <laughs> don't pass him the bell. No. <laughs> when, when we started out, we were such a small group. We were we would call ourselves uh, Plato Township or Plato Unincorporated Village. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're like, no, we're gonna be Plato Nation. Plato Nation. So very nice. yeah, go absolutely. big or go home, man. Absolutely. Plato Nation. Absolutely. Plato Universe. <laughs> Sounds like the next Avengers movie, right? Plato <laughs> Universe. <laughs> it's coming out in April, isn't it? It is. It is. 
Cut the check. <laughs> so what is your so when you when we talk about you, you mentioned that you got into uh, craft beer, so to speak, in your travels as a comedian and, and beyond that. What are some of your favorite styles? I'm a hophead. Okay, hophead all the way. Yep. Um, if it's you know what, yeah, I'm a hophead. Uh, that and then uh, followed closely by stouts. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's a common way for because I got. I, th- I think the same so way. too. Yeah. yeah, I think a yeah. lot of a lot of hopheads go to stouts yeah. and, and vice versa. And yeah. uh, um, I my cellar is actually embarrassingly small. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Nothing, yeah. I, and I and I, I am a huge advocate of telling folks don't start a cellar, don't do it. Well, I, I have to interject. Well, I, I think you can have a small cellar when you got a store full of beer. Well, <laughs> true, right, right. There's exceptions to the rule, right? Well, it's three in the morning. I want to be. I just go unlock the store. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it's funny though. It, um, I think right now I'm drinking all day IPA. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm. You know what I'm doing. Um, you know, I, I I had a larger cellar uh, like you, and and I just started paring down because you know I think when when beer was in the cellar, I'd forget to drink it. Yep. I forget yeah, what yeah. kind of a beer that was exactly. and all that. And and sometimes you keep a beer too long. Yep. And, and Been there. Yeah, and, and yeah. It, it's up to taste. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I know that there's these people who, uh, you know, three years of the you know, there's all these rules, but it yeah. really is just up to you. Yeah. Um, you know, some people like, you know, two-year-old Hopsland. I mean, it's not how that beer is supposed to be Hop Slam barley wine. Yeah, yeah. But, but if that's what you <laughs> some, like, some yeah, that's like right. Yeah, yeah. Right. good for you. You know, just, I guess my thing is, is that, you know, just don't forget to drink the beer. And, and right. you know, the, the stuff is brewed. The brewer wants you to drink this stuff. Yeah. As he's brewed it. That's the yeah. taste you're supposed to get. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. Now, you that's mentioned cool. you were a hophead and then you went into styles, but you got a fairly nice collection of Belgian and yeah, sours I was, in the store. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I love the sours. Uh, Dutch's is my jam. I'll, I'll drink Dutch's all day Sasha long. and Harry just love sours. And Andrew, oh. you know, they... they oh. Strike my name from that problem. list. I hate <laughs> sours. Andrew loves sours. I hate sours. You hate sours? Yeah. Oh, I, I, nah. Well, I, I have very strict criteria for sours. Okay. It has to be fruited and six and a half, seven percent alcohol plus. Well, that's not a lot of them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of sours are like I, Dutch's is my favorite, man. It hits me right in the back of the the cheekbones, and and again, it's it's one of those bottles that you know people will try for the first time, and they'll go, man, I don't know, man. I don't, next, you know, the bottle's empty. Yeah, it's like yeah, you kept going back to it though. You didn't know, but, right? Yeah. yeah. What are what are some beers that are hot right now that people might not know about? What's what's kind of uh, doing well here that people might not find some other places? Well, any of the transient stuff we bring in. Yeah. Um, Arvon, uh, new brewery out of Grand Rapids. I don't think they have a tap room open yet. They're doing all kinds of New England styles. Uh, we've been I'm looking for some Arvon. I just I just put a, put some feelers out there for some yesterday. They, they are not going to be delivering until, you think now next week. They're having some okay. issues with their canning, so, gotcha. uh, canning line. But uh, really good stuff. Um, again, all fresh, all New England styles, all different kind of hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Really fun, and every time they've brought something, it's been different. Yeah, which which I think is way cool. Uh, we have the Miller High Life. Um, oh yes, yeah, new to the market. That yeah, that's, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Miller High Life. Miller, see, you're not sure. <laughs> Put those near uh, cellar there. No, they still make that. They they still make <laughs> that stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, kind of fun. Uh, 
boy, what are some other ones? Uh, Matter of fact, I think Sasha usually drinks Miller High Life. Are you drinking Miller High Life? That's her thing. That, uh, well, that and the Natty Strawberry Lemonade. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lemonade. oh, I forgot to bring it. I wasn't <laughs> You may have forgotten to bring right. it, but it might not have come into the store. <laughs> oh. The other beers might have ganged up and thrown it back out there. Um, What's your favorite beer, Tim? Uh, you know, um, no, I don't like that. <laughs> no, no, hey, you know, one of my guilty pleasures is, uh, you ever have uh, Natty Bows, National Bohemian? No. Out of uh, Baltimore? Not had it. They're the best worst beer you've ever had. <laughs> you can smell the hangover. Ah, right where you keep drinking it anyway. This is rolling rock for me. Okay, well, yeah. Mm. Hot day, cold rolling rock. I know it's not good. No, and that's fine. Like you, you, you have to, because you, you also got to remember when you're going out and you're cleaning out the cellar or you're having a few really high end beers, and then you've got that next one and you're like, you're right at that edge. Should I have another one or should I go to bed now? Yeah, and you decide to have another one, and then you have another really good beer, and you wake up the next morning and you're just wrecked. That one pushes you right over the edge. That's yep. when you should have gone to the nanny <laughs> or the Miller. You know, <laughs> right, let's, now it's quality or quantity, not quality. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. You just want to, you just want to load that stuff up. So, yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's places for those beers, and there's nothing wrong with rolling. Well, I, I, I so like we talk about palate cleansers and and you know yeah, yeah. change of pace, if you will. Every once in a while, and and you got to remember. What you're drinking, and sometimes yeah. to do that, you have to drink something you haven't drank in a while. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and you know, and those beers, God bless them, they're brewed true to style. They're yeah. technically, they are correct. what they are. Yeah, and that's yeah. they are what they are, and yep. they are consistent. And you know, in this industry that we're in right now, the beer industry, um, you see a lot of things happening uh, with these breweries, and they're taking on some of these characteristics. And unfortunately, it's the characteristics that they're not taking on is making consistently correct, technically correct beer. So can I expect you to start carrying Coke 45, Tim? You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's true to the style. It is true to the style. And, you know, and, and, but, but what we want to do is we want to make sure you know, that the Miller High Life is it's fun, it's kitschy, it's a beer that people go. But you know, if, if I went to, if I opened up to Colt 45 and Mickey's Mother, next thing you know, people are going to want all of them again. And right. It's like, then I'm right. going to be something on that. Well, you know, you, you mentioned something interesting, um, and we've talked about this a little bit, in terms of beers being true to style. Yeah. And just kind of how uh, craft beer has evolved sure. from being who could make the strongest yeah. stout or double IPA to now doing more traditional styles that are more difficult to make. Yeah. You know, you got more people doing Pilsners and... Um, you know, styles that are kind of, like I said, more difficult to, to perfect. Um, do you see those styles kind of being more popular here or becoming more popular? I, I, would, I would like to think that they're, they're becoming more popular as uh, craft beer drinkers are getting more educated. Right. And, okay. and uh, again, it, it, is, it is great to have uh, a barrel-aged stout, um, but now you can literally have one every day of the year and a different one, and they're yep. not all good. It, it, right, and, right. And, you, you know what I mean? So, and so, that's just at my house. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cellar. Right. Um, but, but, you know, I, I think it, it's really, I think that's what the breweries need to do. They need to brew what they brew, brew best, mm-hmm. and make sure that they get it out there and they get it in the marketplace and get it together there so that people can find them. Yeah. Um, and and that's what I think that they need to be doing as opposed to trying to recreate what everyone's already recreated. Mm-hmm. 
um, because I, you know the the market's flooded with certain styles. Yeah. And but there's not as many people. You know, I, I think right now people are now starting to go towards low carb. Well, I was going to ask like, you what kind yeah. of trends you're seeing in terms of of you know sales spikes and sales dips. I, I think we're seeing we're going to see more of that kind of stuff. I think the New Englands will still be strong this year. Yeah. And I think uh, the sours like the Gosas mm-hmm. are still going to be really strong this year. Yeah. Um. And but I, I've had a lot of people asking for wheat beers mm, okay. um, lately, and it could be just because you know the weather has changed. Right. But uh, you know I think that and, well one of the things we try to do with that tap list is we try to at least have one of eight different styles on there. Okay. So that you at least have a variant of something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Doesn't always work, but that's the idea, and I think that's the idea of the store too. I mean we're, we'll always be hop heavy, um, and part of that is selfish on my own because I'm a hop head. Yeah, but by the same token, we always try to have something for everybody and try to push things. But I think you can see pilsners, white lagers move a lot more this year. Yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying like that, you know, that expansion out to lagers and pilsners and yeah, things yes. like that. Because yeah. again, it's a change of pace, and you know, yeah. if I'm if I'm drinking bourbon or, or scotch or, or gin or whatever, I don't right. always want something that's so heavily hopped yeah. that it's interfering with you know the other things that I'm drinking. So those pilsners and lagers um, definitely have a great place. In my fridge, yeah, um, no, totally along agree. with uh, the the advent of the Brute IPA, I find myself uh, enjoying that a bit. I don't know about those yet. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not. I, I think the style is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hit and miss right now, but yeah. again, I think it's still going through its growing phase, and right. we haven't hit on one. There's not one that everyone's went, oh, this is the one. Right. And and I think that's actually pretty cool too, because there again, there's still room in mm-hmm. that. Uh, that uh, style to play in, and, there's, yeah. and people are coming up with different things for it. I like the one that Eyeside did. I really like the Old Nation. Very nice, uh, yeah. Oh, we just yeah. got that one today in Kansas. Yeah, I saw yeah, it over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ed Reed, Tim Lowe, Brian Davis, and Bernard Jackson. Yo, as, yo. As we had some difficulties connecting to Facebook Live. <laughs> okay, oh, and that was we're live on, now. On my fault, yeah. but we are live now. So All right. shout out to those guys for Indeed. waiting diligently to Thank, join us. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, brothers. Uh, it's and a we've good been thing having we put a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right, now, right. Glad we're dressed now. Let <laughs> me well, make yeah, sure yeah, all the buttons are together here. Maybe yeah. some of us are. Sasha, how many bells have you rang today? My bell is a little tight. Is it? It sounds like it. Huh? There you go. Right. Only Sasha. Right. Right. And then it took a turn. <laughs> it always manages to take a turn. It's just a matter Somebody of at what point. Where there's two beers in or twelve, right? <laughs> Usually it's a few few more beers in, but hey, it's early. Maybe, right. Maybe she was pre gaming. You know, we don't we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Thinking of those redheads. Yeah. Can't help myself. Man. Speaking of which, Redbeard, get in here, man. Where you at? Where you at? Get in here. Um, so I see you've got some shrams on the tap list there. Yes. Um, is that something that flies out of here pretty well? Um, it, it does very well. Uh, I wouldn't say flies because we can only sell it in such a small portion. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep. But we were fortunate enough. Uh, we, we've had a great relationship with uh, Allison over at Shrams for okay. years. Um, in fact, I think they were the very first keg we ever bought here oh, in really? Detroit, and okay. we were still in Ferndale at the time, and we nice. were able to secure a keg of uh, the Black Agnes uh, okay. a couple years back. That's good stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm going to treat myself to some Chrissy at some oh, point. Uh, Chrissy is, uh, we, 
I don't know if Chrissy. Uh, shout out to Chrissy. I, I don't even know if we're uh, <laughs> we're supposed to be having Chrissy right now because I think the release date is Saturday. Oh, oh. But, all right. But the salesman who's brand new uh, said, "Well, you can put it on tonight." Okay, we will. We're gonna put. Well, it on. yeah. Let me get a glass before they change their mind. Yeah, before, yeah. Before they call and say, "You know what? <laughs> Sales guy screwed up. Pull the tap." Allison, we love you. You know we love shrimp. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and, and well, we we took off uh, Blackberry to put Chrissy on, so mm, we didn't okay. lose the tap handle. It's gotcha. still It's still under Shram's uh, control, and uh, I have not had a glass yet. I gotta I gotta be curling here in a few minutes, so I don't I yeah. can't get too looped because we're. Well, curling is a very precise kind of it's, thing. Yes. Yeah. Darn toot. Yeah. And uh, we're yeah. we're almost into the uh, – we win tonight. We're in the championship. So nice. I oh, wow. All right. keep my wits somewhat about me. Yeah, yeah. Um, when, when others Can't be drunk curling. curling when you're that, in the hunt, right. man. That's right. No, man, no. <laughs> I, I instituted new things like throwing the rock onto the other sheets to knock out <laughs> stones and uh, – they didn't think that was funny. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, well, I bet. I, I would say, Tim, that you're pretty safe because whenever you can use darn tooth in a sentence, and it's correct, <laughs> you're not inebriated. Yeah, I think you're all. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You're> fine. <laughs> well, I'm hip to that loop. <laughs> all too familiar. Oh, yeah. I got, I got a million of them. <laughs> so, any thoughts of going back to stand up? No, none at all. Mm. Uh, no, it, it's way too much work and time and effort, and there's no way I could run a business and do both. It, it just uh, we did a stand-up um, fundraiser. Disagree. No, no. no. <laughs> I, mean, I think the next time, like, like you have one of the releases. And you know when we come well, in here early in the day, yeah, man, have your mic set up and, show and, well, and do a little one mic stand. But but you know the the, the good thing about owning a store um, like this is that I can do stand up every day because I've got a captive audience, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, I, I can say whatever I want, yeah, and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But as far as developing material and things like that, no, there, there's just no way. And you know, I, I did it for 25 years. I traveled. I you know. No, I'm, I'm happy sleeping in my own bed and doing my own thing. But uh, I, I did a fundraiser for this store. We did a comedy night, and I am seated, and uh, the rust was there. Okay. I mean, I, I could, as a performer, I could feel it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go on and embarrass myself again. Um, but that being said, uh, if you're uh, familiar with what we did a couple years ago, and I'll be real brief with this as much as I can, um, kids have a tip jar in the back with those big, giant water uh, containers and they put their coins in. Well, I stubbed my toe on it a couple times. So I said, <laughs> "Get this out of here." Kids got together. They rolled it all up one night. Came up with about a thousand bucks. Oh wow! So we went over. Change. Well, uh, yeah, and yeah. we were going to donate it to a cause. And uh, we came up with the idea is like, you know what? If we take this money to Batch Brewing and buy the ingredients to brew a beer, we could remember that. We could make more money. Nice. So what we did is we had a bought some of that beer. Yeah. We had a fundraiser for Enough Said and we raised money to get uh, untested rape kits. Uh, beautiful. Uh, in Detroit uh, tested. Yep. And we yep. raised uh, over twelve thousand dollars and to this day and, and through our efforts and efforts of others there are no more untested rape kits. That's being, being a good neighbor. Well, that's, good, well yeah. hey, man. I mean, yeah. this is our, there you go. This is our, our wives, our daughters, our mom, Absolutely. our grandmother, our ancestors. I mean, we should be taking care of these people. Yeah. yeah. That being said, since that's happened, we have another change jar growing. Um, so we're going to do this again. We're not quite sure of the charity just yet. Okay. But we are going to have a comedy night. We, we think what we're going to do is put a stage on the, uh, on the uh, counter there. We have a comedy night 
out over oh. the top. So that will be one of the elements of it. And uh, keep us posted on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll absolutely do that. And it'll it'll be a full day thing again, like last time with yoga and food and all that stuff. But we'll end it that way, and we'll call it Play Till After Dark, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. And, and no, we, we got some comedians some in the group. I don't know if they always mean to be, but they. Well, that's. Yes, yeah, inspiring yogis, too. Right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with the pros, though, on this one. We'll, uh, we'll get some, some professionals in here and uh, yeah. have some fun that way. Bridget, know you're going with the pros there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, because we, we all turn into comedians no, after a couple of beers, would, you know, would, yeah, and, and yogis would, unintentionally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she would like me. She would rather me go with the pros. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I think that's something that we're going to do. So, uh, by all means, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have something on that. Okay. And obviously we'll be back on and we'll promote this. And, and let Definitely. me throw you uh, a live tell me because I know you got to yeah, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Bridget, she has yeah. a new spot, right? She does. You want to tell us about that? I would love to tell you about it. It has uh, no beer at all. Okay. However, okay, we don't want to hear about right. it. No, no, no. <laughs> That's enough about that. <laughs> but I think if you ask her nicely, <laughs> there will probably be some beer involved because uh, uh, she has a, uh, a lifestyle store. It's a... Uh, uh, furniture, um, coffee mugs, all kinds of things. Uh, it's called Urbanum. It is on Woodward, uh, one block south of West Grand Boulevard. Okay. Um, she's been there since September. She's nice. doing really, really well. A lot of really fun things. Uh, this year or this month, she's celebrating Women's History Month. So every day, there's a uh, a different uh, woman leader that she's profiling. Yeah. Um, all kinds of really cool things in there. Um, and again, I think uh, guys, if you want to be nice to your ladies, take them in there. Okay. And she will probably give you a, a can let of me, beer. Let me put that in my notes here. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, it's be a good nice idea. to my wife and take her to to Urbana. Urbana. And you get a can of beer. And you get a can of beer while, while she's shopping. And I think that's that's a beautiful thing. But yeah, yeah. thank you for mentioning that because she's she's doing really well and she's enjoying it. So and that's and that's a store where a lot of people. Don't understand all that she's done at both the uh, Play-Doh stores, but this is a store she did totally on her own nice. without me, and she's doing really, really well. And I'm very beautiful, proud of her beautiful. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Check us out on Facebook, Eight Degrees Play-Doh Detroit. Don't go to the Ferndale page because yep. it's closed. Yep, I'm following um, you there and Instagram. There yeah, you go, so. and the Instagram, yep. and, and again, the Zach and Christian have a lot of fun putting up uh, funny videos and things like that. And again, you can. Always find me here if you want to message me. I'll answer any question you have. And Sounds we'll good. Have some fun. Hey, well, well, Tim, hey thanks, thanks for your for time. I know you, you got to you yeah, get is, your curl on and everything, is, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, watch in front of the camera because I, I am still nude underneath here. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, keep up with your band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. I... Right, Sasha's tired of ringing bells already. Oh, we're, only, yeah. we're only 30 minutes in. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you Have for having us. All right, take care. That was fun, guys. That was. That was. Great spot here, man. This is uh, it's actually my first time inside. Okay. Um, I had a had an experience some time ago that kept me away, but I'm glad that we were able to clear that up, and uh, and here I am. And this I mean, won't, and, won't be my last time. And, and even when you had the experience, you and I even talked about it. It was resolved. And, and, and uh, it was resolved, and, yeah. and it was just an individual. Yeah. And, and not a reflection yep. on the entirety. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and I was very adamant in, in helping you with that because yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's not Tim. You know, I, I've had exactly. conversations and, and, and been here. And, yep. You know, it, it's a great spot. And yeah. I was happy to see this place open. 
because prior to Eight Degrees Plato opening, I had to go out of the city to buy my craft beers. Right, right. Now there was no place in, in Detroit. In I Detroit, can, right? I can get craft beers until this place opens. Yeah. So I was very pleased to see it open and still thriving, and mm-hmm. find some things you can't find anywhere else. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen a few things here that, uh, like I said, I, I haven't seen anywhere else. So uh, we've got a seat opened up here. Who's gonna come sit next to me? Nobody wants to sit next to Sasha, huh? Ouch. Where's Redbeard? He's running down. <laughs> What's up, Adam? What's happening, Larry? Long, long time, Larry. man. How you been? <laughs> been doing well. Thanks for having me out. I hey, like man. That. Thanks for coming out. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Adam. That St. Patrick's Day is over with, and I'm not sure about the hoodie. You know, but but we won't have a, a, a St. Patrick's history lesson on the air. <laughs> you know. I didn't bring any St. Patrick's beer. I'm glad you didn't. I saw the you, post. you gave me like this meat. No, what did I drink on St. Patrick's Day? I didn't. Oh, I did drink green beer. No, but some, some, it was good green beer. And I said I was going to bring you good some. Good green beer. It Is that an oxymoron? No, it was good. It was There's good. not such a thing. I should have brought you some. Well, her and Ed Reed both agreed that yes. it was palatable. Come on, back me up and say something. Okay. Say something. It was good. Her and Ed Reed. I wanted to try that beer. It honestly. was good. It was good. It looked good. And you can get it without the syrup, so it's it's just a sour without a syrup. It was tart, not sour, sour without a syrup. Not tired. that kind of syrup, Bernard. It's not. Just so, know. just so we clarify. I understood that you were celebrating Eastern Michigan, mm-hmm. but green beer <laughs> is always terrible. This, no, this was good. I'm telling you, it was good. From the person who drinks raspberry lemonade, chandelier. Oh, that is you know, okay. Strawberry oh, lemonade, the natty. natty light. You know, I don't so, like it. The natty afternoon is that what it's it. called? <laughs> natty afternoon. <laughs> Natterdays. 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 There, we See, there you go. You Natterdays. got a name for it. So, Sasha, until... It's on the can. Like, I didn't come up with that. That's, that's all them. They're marketing. Mm. Well, look, that's why I you can't try, trust your palate. I will try anything. This is how you develop your palate. I guess. I guess. There, so I, 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 I draw the line somewhere, and I think Natterdays is where <laughs> I draw my line. I tried it. It was not something that I would drink again. But the green beer, indeed. I would drink that outside of St. Patrick's Day. It was that good. All right, well, um, you know, shout to the folks at Eastern Michigan. Yes, they did a good job. And, uh, and the folks at Ipsy Ale House for, yeah. for housing it and, and exposing it. Yes, yeah. it's good. Yeah. And I guess I should never say never. Right. I should have I'm pretty close something. to never as you can uh, ever get. Well, you did drink some hams a few weeks ago. Oh, I saw it. I'm just saying. It. So if I you can I drink hams. tart, not sour. So <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> So, Adam, how you been, man? We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, we haven't caught up with you in a minute, man. What's going on? uh, Training, I got a half marathon this weekend. Nice. But it was raining today, so I didn't get to go out and run. So I figured I'd come out and hang out with my brothers out here. Not a bad backup plan, right? Where's the half marathon? Uh, Grozeal Island. Oh, oh, I love Grozeal. We used to go there with kids. Yeah, we're running around. It's uh, Rock CF for cystic fibrosis. Okay. Fantastic. And my wife has the cystic fibrosis gene. Does she? Okay. So, luckily, it wasn't passed to our... Well, one was passed to my child, but it wasn't both. So, yeah. we're good. Okay, good, good. But That's good it's still stuff, something man. I want to keep the research going out for because Definitely. now my daughter has the gene also. Okay. So That's good stuff, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever run a half marathon before? Yeah, I uh, ran the Martian... Two years ago, and then I actually am running the Martian again this year. It's uh, running Dearborn. Um, it's a half marathon, also. 
and I'm doing that next month. So I got two half marathons coming up. Okay. So Sweet. I've been having to lay off the yeah. liquor a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you I, I can what? see how that could impede your training a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. to you, Adam. And you yeah. and I have had this conversation before. Uh, for our listeners who do not know, uh, a few years ago, Adam was smoking cigarettes pretty regularly. Yeah. And just one day woke up and said, hey, I'm done with done. it. Done. Finish with it. And no, I'm no, going to start too. running. <laughs> and he, you know, and, and he started running. And he was like Forrest Gump after that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hasn't yeah. stopped. And he just stopped Has running. Has not stopped. Like, like, come on, Adam. You know, Adam Forrest. Yeah. <laughs> he just, and he's been running ever since. And, and man, just again, shout out to our listeners. And. And, and very good willpower and, yeah. you know, just yes. to commend Thank you. you on that accomplishment. Thank we are about the bruise in moderation. Yes. Yeah. Well, some of us are. Some yeah. of us. Some I'm doing a big house 5K next month. Okay. I, don't, I don't run. I walk. Oh, I thought that was how many beers you were going to drink. I was just down here two weeks ago <laughs> for the... You know you're on film. I don't care. Yeah, 5K for uh, the St. Patty's 5K ah, okay. for Corktown. Yep. I just did yep. that. And I actually got my personal best. I got uh, just under 23 minutes. Sweet. So, wow. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. Of it's good stuff. Like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for under two hours for my my, mar- my half marathon. Mm. So mm-hmm. my current record is two min- two hours, two minutes, and 48 seconds. So racing against yourself. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. That's that's the best thing about Every running. Time. Yeah. You ain't got no competition but yourself. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, none of the best thing about drinking. No competition but yourself. (laughs) Are you empty? You got the bill, right? Yeah, all right. Right. I need need a a Chrissy. Who's that? No, I'm not. I'm just saying I need one. Uh, Wayne had raised his in the air, and I realized I didn't have one. So I'll I'll grab one at some point. I am empty. I got water. Um, Yeah, I'm going to need a Chrissy at some point very soon. it's good, isn't it? They're all good. Chris Chrissy is good. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. This is throwing me off because my wife's at home and her name's Chrissy. Oh, ah. I can't talk about Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> and how good she is. I'm like, wait a minute now. <laughs> right. This means. Right. We're, we're talking about from Shrams. Right. We're right. Right. About we don't know how good Chrissy is. We don't. We, we don't. <laughs> one of us does. One, one of us does <laughs> and one of us only. <laughs> Come on, Sasha. You're so oh, I'm sorry. I'm drinking. Oh, it's a little bit looser now. Okay. Warming up. All right. Bell is warming up. Leave that one Sasha's getting some more beers in her. She's warming up. Everybody's warming up. It's going to be a good night. We got some, uh, got an interesting thing coming up. Um, I guess I can go ahead and, and talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got, uh, courtesy of our good friend Dominic Apria. At Tippins Market, we will be selecting a Buffalo Trace bourbon barrel this evening, right here on our podcast. So we've got the samples and the glasses. We'll set them up, and you guys will be right here with us as we as we get that going. Um, we'll pick the barrel, and that barrel will probably be available. What is this? March will probably be available uh, May June. So that's what's uh, that's what we're looking forward to at this point. Um, and also, I just want to throw it out there for our, for our next in-studio podcast. We have uh, a very interesting guest. Um, can't put any names to it. Just know that you'll want to tune in and be a part of the conversation. Um, 
this individual was uh, was gracious enough to uh, to come on the show. Um, although uh, they won't be in town, they'll be here uh, satelliting from a conference. But it's going to be a really good conversation, an important conversation that needs to be had, uh, particularly locally. And we probably will be the first outlet uh, at which that conversation will be had publicly. So um, we're looking forward to it. Be sure to tune in. That'll be April 2nd. Uh, we'll be back in studio. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's where we are right now. Um, I see some chicken wings floating around the table. I'm just waiting for them to make their way all the way down here. <laughs> I smell this Chrissy, too. Also, oh, April 2nd, since that will be... We'll be back in studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, my hero will be back. Ah, Juho. I'm also planning on, on bringing a couple of things that should be interesting. I've got this uh, double Sunday weather souls type thing coming up. I thought about bringing it to the podcast. Anyone interested in that? Yes. I, don't, I, I need you to tell me more about what that is. Well, Weather Souls is a black-owned brewery out of San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And his brews have been compared favorably to pretty much Some every well that's out there. Okay. Shout out to the Bastardville brothers. Everett and Marcus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been compared favorably to Bottle Logic and Fundamental Observation. He's been compared, some say, to folks out of Iowa. Yeah, he, 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 he's he been compared kind of favorably to so what style? all the big I'm whales. looking forward to trying what that. Styles, you know. which is, what do you have? What style do you have? Stout. Ah. Stout. You know, so. Okay. Heavy stout. It's heavy stout. Uh, so we're looking forward to getting to that. And, and it's uh, it's gotten great reviews. So. I've had a few of their beers before I've had his double uh, cavernous. Mm-hmm. The double cavernous was aged in bourbon and cognac barrels. And it was phenomenal. I actually created a cocktail to go with it that had uh, bourbon and cognac in it. With a we drank cavernous and we made that Nile Creek bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they're doing a good job down in Texas and, and we're, we're always happy to get a couple. And so I was able to Stumble up, stumble up on this one here. So we'll share that podcast Keep next month. Keep on stumbling. These wings are phenomenal. Uh, anything else going on? Make you, you said what? Anything else happening other than the uh, special guest next month? Um, no, I think that conversation is going to take up most of the time. It should. I'm hoping that it will. Um, and again, I, I'm encouraging everybody to tune in call in um, yeah it's going to be a good it's going to be a good one really good one. Sasha what are you enjoying these days as you chew a chicken wing I apologize mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like the waiter um, asking if everything's okay right. for you right as soon as mm-hmm. I got a mouthful um, I am moving towards lagers weather is changing um I feel like I was just a little bit oversaturated on the hazy IPAs, especially in our last tasting. I don't want no haze for a long time. I'm just, I need a Saturated Sasha. <laughs> too much age. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Saturated Sasha. You know what? I- Saturated Sasha Saturday. There you go. You might get a day back. Oh, get a day back. Oh, my God. So, loggers. And so, I've been trying to explore since I stopped um, buying my favorite lager. I don't know if I can say what the name of that one was, but I stopped buying that one. I've been looking at other ones. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I haven't found anything as good in a can as that one was. So, on draft, Wolverine lager. Yeah. I love it. Their premium lager. First they bottle that, but you look at the cans. It's not though. the same. Yeah. It's not the same in the bottle. Um, I'm hoping that Bell's brings back their Clinic and Falls lager. It's I like really that good. One too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking around. Got any lager suggestions for me? I want to step away from IPAs for a bit. A bit much. Understood. But um, I'm going to drink this one because <laughs> I like the can. Because you like the can. And I'm also drinking an IPA right now, so I'm just going to shut up. You're right. I was going to say, so <laughs> as you have an IPA in front of you. Yeah, and you're saying you're going to drink another IPA. You're done with the IPAs. Like, no, I got speaking of IPAs. This batch IPA was very good. It was. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I agree. It is good. Do it we want to maybe go see Batch next month? I would love broadcast. to go see Batch if they'll have us. Batch, you got, what are you guys doing uh, April 16th? Oh, you know what? I'll be out. Of, I'll, I'll be out of town. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll manage. We'll figure something out. Oh, man. I'm so hurt. Hey. <laughs> we're talking about going to Batch, and, and, and I, I will be uh, Maybe we'll do time. Batch in May, and we can broadcast from your cellar in April while you're gone. Yes. You'll be arrested or, and or shot when you no. try to do that while I'm gone. I still yeah. haven't seen your cellar because you won't let me come over. There is panoramic photos of his. Son. I know <laughs> there are. They were not in just one. He right. Like a I have heard the stories, <laughs> but I am not welcome because I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm upset that I just said I would be out of town and gave a date. You know, so <laughs> all of you celebrators, <laughs> stay away and be warned. Hey, man, this Chrissy is good. I echo your sentiments. Thanks, Christian, for grabbing that for me. It's good stuff. If I miss batch, I miss batch. You know, but definitely we do need to. I think they're you know, my favorite our, brewery in Detroit right now. I think so. This is my first. They're making the best brews in Detroit. In Detroit proper. They're probably they're producing, producing the best stuff. No argument for me. Anybody have an argument not, with that? Not in, a, in Detroit proper. Not at all. Not at all. Now, what about Metro Detroit? Let's get interesting there. Because Metro Detroit has some great breweries going on right now. Anybody want to get their top three? Well, you know, I'm enjoying stuff from Axel. Um, they've been doing good yeah. stuff. They've been, their porter is really good, and I'm not a porter guy. Um, I don't think we're... Does Metro go out to Ann Arbor? For this conversation, yes. I was to say, if we're talking about Ann Arbor and Novi, Ascension and Holmes got to be in the right. conversation, yep. I think. I was going to say Wolverine's got to be in the conversation. But if we're talking table, drafting table, definitely. So if we're we're talking top three. three, you said five. Give me three. That's what I'm saying. If if you're asking me for three. Batch, Ascension. In in no particular order, I'm going Ascension, Holmes, Batch. I'll second that. Ascension, Holmes, Batch. Mm -hmm. Drafting table doesn't make it. You said top three. Right. My Did you own? have that mallow? 
I did, I and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I've not had the extent of their catalog like I have the other two. So I've had a bunch of stuff from Batch, a bunch of stuff, I'm sorry, a bunch of stuff from uh, Ascension and a bunch of stuff from Holmes, and even quite a bit of stuff from Batch. I've not had as much from Drafting Table. That Mallow by itself, I think, earns a top three consideration. And I say that because that Mallow, to me, was my top beer of 2018. Shout out to Mark Vessel. Mark, when are you putting out some more Mallow? You don't have to say no. anything. You shoot me a message. So We'll be in Mark, line early. If you aren't sh- putting out any more Mallow soon, then we're going to take you off that top three. Right? Oh. Because <laughs> that Mallow was the real deal. You don't want to lose your spot, brother. So that Mallow, that Mallow earns a, a top three by itself. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can't have the top beer without being in the top three. True. That's absolutely true. Who comes Absolutely off though? Ascension Homes or Batch? So, I would say you, say, you say Homes comes off for you? I'm inclined to say the same um, only because Homes does not make any dark beers. They don't do any stouts or any porters, which for me is kind of a staple. Um, Ascension does both and does both pretty well, although I've not heard great things about this last batch of Gorilla Juice. The uh, the Fat Tuesday and the there was one other one. I've not heard great things, which is uncharacteristic for them because usually when they drop styles, they're getting rave reviews, um, including the uh, Chocolate Burble even after the fiasco that happened with that. So um, I'm anxious to see if I can get a hold of one and, uh, you know, try it for myself and see what's happening. What are you on down there, uh, Andrew? Well, I was just going to bring up one that you guys did not mention, but uh, I was there this weekend on Sunday. That's Witch's Hat. Ah, Witch's Hat. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They definitely are in the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. They're doing some good things out there Witch's Hat. You say that uh, the Mallow is your favorite. That Dragon Tracks might be one of my favorite normal releases of a barrel aged, whatever you want to call it, pastry stout or adjunct stout. And Mallow so far has been one time. You know, so we we haven't seen when is it coming back, if it's coming back. Right. You know, versus that Dragon Tracks. Is in regular rotation. Yeah. They did the release on Sunday, and the next day they had enough to last until after dinner of dra- Dragon Tracks, the vanilla, and the nibs that they put out. So they're not only brewing good beer, but also brewing enough to be available to people as opposed and to that's being what you want. limited. Right. And that's important that people can actually get the beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not just a mug club only type thing, it's, it's mm-hmm. open to everybody. I saw Christian made it out to Witch's Hat. Yeah, I saw that. Christian Sunday. <laughs> How'd you like it out there? Oh, I thought it was nice, man. It was it was good. It was a little cold. The tent was a little cold, but they had some uh, variants out in the tent. Uh, it was good. I'll, I'll definitely go back as soon as I can. That, that was your first time there? That was my first time. And you first time trying their beer? I couldn't afford the membership yet. I haven't got paid from the new job yet, but <laughs> once those checks start rolling in. Bruce Brothers, episode 10, live. Eight Degrees Plato. We are back. 
We've got our glasses set up. You don't have to take our word for it. Video is down for a minute. So I mentioned earlier that we would be selecting our Bruce Brothers Buffalo Trace uh, Bourbon Barrel, compliments of Dominic Capria and Tippins Market. So we all have our glasses set up here. For those of you not familiar with the process of selecting a private barrel, it's it's pretty simple. It's not as when people when I tell people that that I do that, it sounds it sounds real bougie and amazing. It did to me. You see, right? So, <laughs> but the act of actually doing it is really just setting up a few glasses in front of you and figuring out which one tastes the best. And so, that's what we're gonna do here. Um, we're back live, perfect. That's what we're going to do here. We've got our standard uh, Buffalo Trace, so we can set a baseline uh, in terms of what a regular bottle of Buffalo Trace that you just buy off the shelf tastes like. So we've got That's our palate cleanser. Get you some water, baby. Get you some water. I was going to say it. Right. <laughs> Mark, Sasha's waiting for you. Get you some water. <laughs> Take your finger in it. You got <laughs> <laughs> You got to You are not my child. You couldn't get yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've, we've uh, cleansed our palates here, or are cleansing our palates with water. That's one of the things that is relatively important is that, I mean, we've been here eating and drinking for an uh, hour or so. Hey, Rocky's with us. What's up, Rocky? Where's Don? Right Don, on time. Don's Rocky's right on time. Right. Don's probably somewhere in, in a coma. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we've cleansed our palates with the water. Um, we've been here eating and drinking for about an hour or so. So we want to make sure that the flavors that we've already placed on our palate don't interfere with or interfere as little as possible with our palates for selecting this bourbon. So, everybody ready for their baseline glass? Alright, so I've, I've watered myself sufficiently. I see Wayne is still grabbing his water, so alright, here we go. Salud. Now I see all the rookies. Now the rookies nosed it before they went to drinking. They just went straight to drinking like it was straight old Coke 45. Like it was a shot. Are any of the rookies unfamiliar with Buffalo Trace? I just want to say that. <laughs> We've all had it before. So, I will say... <laughs> this is definitely... This is definitely the shelf version of Buffalo Trace. Um, after having had a number of barrel picks, um, my favorite of which, a couple that Rocky and Dom did last year around Thanksgiving. Um, there's a huge difference between those two picks and this baseline version. So, for those of us who've not done this, just kind of be aware that they are all Buffalo Trace, but they're all going to have some variances in taste. So, Shout out to Greg Hammond who just joined us. What's up, Greg? Seen you in a while, Greg. Where you been, Greg? Come on out. Right. Come on out, brother. <laughs> Baseline established. 
So we have our glasses in front of us, our samples. We have three samples. Um, so going left to right um, in front of us, they are one, two, and three. And uh, May I suggest that the rookies might want to nose the samples before they... Because the nose is important. Should we go through tasting etiquette? Floor is yours. What you want to do is first, you want to nose it so that you can get... Hmm. Pretty nice. But after after you nose it, next, you want to just put a tip on your tongue. Just a tip. Just a tip. You're not gonna bake me with this shit. No, I'm, I'm not gonna bake <laughs> But this is just proper tasting etiquette. So uh, just a tip. Just a tip yeah, on your just, tongue. Yep. They always say just prefer. a tip. That, that is just a tip. They do say that. Now, after you do the tip, now comes the good part. You want to take a uh, half swallow. Yep. And hold it on your tongue. <laughs> so after the tip, stop it, Adam. We're going to call Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, 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 and for those who don't know how to hold it, uh, I've been told one of the best ways for newbies to hold it is to drop their head and hold it for 30 seconds before they swallow. And that way you can get all the flavors released on your tongue. And then after you hold it for 30 seconds, then swallow <laughs> okay, so we got that, Sasha? Yes, Wayne, thank you. Nose, tip, drop, hold, swallow. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your expertise. And, and again, this is a, a uh, drinking podcast. We are talking about <laughs> we are talking about the process of tasting bourbon. Oh. Tasting. Is that right, Andrew? Was that the proper technique on, on tasting? Basically, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure we could apply this to some other things, but right now, we're talking about tasting bourbon. Oh. So, Tip, I've, I've drop, established whole swallow. There you go. Thank you for repeating. So, that. I, I have, <laughs> I've tasted my baseline. I think everybody has at this point. I've uh, cleansed my palate with some water after the baseline. So now I've picked up number one. Left to right. Left to right. I'm looking at the color before I nose. And for me, number one, even on the nose, is much different than the baseline. And that tip also. We apologize for the radio silence for those of us, those of you who aren't in in a visual land here, because of course, tasting bourbon requires you to have bourbon in your mouth, which is hard to do and talk at the same time. And so remember, we, it's tip, drop, hold, swallow. So we. <laughs> so we've all ventured into sample number one already. I'm gonna refresh my water here, um, and without talking about tasting notes in particular, I'll just say that number one for me was already um, considerably different than the baseline, considerably different than um, the standard shelf version. So I'm ready to move on to number two as soon as I cleanse the rest of my palate here. Man, where's that Miller High Life when you need it? Mm. Right behind you. Right behind you. 
I don't know that there's ever a point where I need it. All right, so sample number two. Sample number two. Salute. 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 Ellen, you should beatbox for us or something while we're doing this. <laughs> or not. <laughs> oh, that bell is struggling. There it is. All right. It's got to hit it hard. Struggle, but yeah, you got to hit the bell hard. Struggle bell. All right. And again, number two for me is considerably different than number one. What is the considerable difference that you're talking about? From number one, um, number two finishes very dry to me. Um, not a not a sweetness at all. I thought number one had a little bit of a sweetness, almost like a caramel. And I'm not getting that, at least not in a lingering sense, from number two. Two is very bitter and harsh. So I'm saying it yeah, I think there's a lot more wood flavors in yeah, number two than there is number one. I thought it was more buttery, too. Really? I like number two. But it was buttery on the finish. When, when I thought when it was dry on the finish. I got buttery when you're in, your in lips the body. On the, when you're licking your lips on the finish, it's very buttery. Right, I got butter yeah. from the body, but not... <laughs> but not yeah, I got, I got that dry... I got the dry finish, yeah. Like a lot of wood, <laughs> almost astringent, but not... Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, so I have sufficiently cleaned my palate. Finish, so you, got, you, you want know. me to lick my lips? And now, hey, 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 we're on camera here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep our show, folks. <laughs> All right, number three. Off to number three. Salud. 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 So I've eliminated two. Three finishes dry for me, but not as dry as two did. I get some lingering sweetness and then the dryness. I didn't I didn't get any sweetness. Yeah, I didn't, from I didn't get any sweetness from two. This is much better. Yeah, yeah. I like this. There's a little something I can't quite put my finger on in three that I really like. It's almost like a, and I don't even like apricots, but like a dried fruit, like a dried apricot almost. Huh. So the one is really very caramel, very, very like traditional. Yeah, but that from three, I didn't get it until well after the finish. <clears throat> it's almost like it just popped into my nose or something. All very different and distinct. All very different. Um, you know, and, and don't forget to lick your lips after the taste, you know, to, to make sure you get it right. You just want to see me lick my lips wet. Where's the bell? Give me the bell. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need a bell. I need a buzzer. I need a, I need a buzzer. Um, <laughs> you want to have to so, put Sasha on tape to lay. <laughs> so for me, I'm getting rid of number two. Really? Yeah. That buttery finish, that, that buttery leathery finish wasn't, wasn't for you? I mean, I I, I'm with. I didn't get any of the butter finish. I got, that's, it was very dry and, like you said, almost astringent for me. So, I mean, that's that's not to say anybody else can't keep number two. I'm ruling two. Right. 
I think among the three, two, two is not for me as good as the other two. So I'm gonna, They're I'm gonna, good, I'm not gonna move it, so I'll keep them in order. But I know that number two is not, number two is not my pick. Anybody else have something they've ruled out? Anybody want to go to bat for number two? I'll take number two over one. But I like number three. Probably is my favorite. So if I'm, if it was I'd fit. go one or I'd go two, one, three would be my. If I had to classify these, that's my pick. So you on two first? No. Yeah, you said two, you one, mean three. three, one, two. Yeah. Three, I know we haven't drank in a while, so you know. <laughs> right, gotta, right, yeah. Just, <laughs> So okay. lightweight now. Since Adam, <laughs> since Adam put it out there, that's actually my order. Three, three one, one, two. two. Yeah. So Chicago, Chicago area, area code. code. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody disagree with that? Chi Town. <laughs> right. Bruce Brothers Chi Town pick. I think the nose on number one, I really like the best out of the three. It's very. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot sweeter. The other two have a little bit more spiciness. Um, the nose is very inviting on number one. Yeah. But you know, when something you can, about an inviting nose, you know, makes you I like the body on three. Dive right in. Yeah, I agree. The the <laughs> yeah the finish. If we, if we the could put the nose on longer. one and the body on three, we'd have a Frankenstein. The palate and the finish the on nose three. On one and the body on three. I like the body on three. <laughs> it's curvy. Shout to my wife. Shout out to Lynn Sims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way I've got my, how much I've drank of my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I just I tasted three. Three is my pick. Yeah, three, I think. yeah, I think it's pretty easy. I'd I'd almost go just all around three. The regular barrel or the regular Buffalo Trace, and then the other two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you put the regular Buffalo Trace in front of the other two. Yeah, I mean the nose on one is great, but it tastes young, harsh. Yeah. And so then, now that I've made my pick, I can make a cuvee. There you go. Now you can an infinity glass. Do the hardest part of whiskey. That's making something better out of the the three. Right. Right. Are we are we uh, all in agreement with number three? Anybody? Any dissenters? Wait, we, we, we haven't heard from Christian. We, we haven't, haven't heard from Christian. Any, Where you at, man? Any thoughts on, on this? Your initial virgin tasting. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's that's funny. We're going to cut Wayne's mic off. Uh, <laughs> no, I would have to agree with the table. I think three is definitely uh, the pick. I didn't think two was too bad, but I would probably take one over two. But I agree with Andrew. I would put the original uh, Buffalo over the the remaining two. So you would go three, regular, one, two. Yes. Is that really an area code three regular one two? <laughs> Maybe where it is now. So if this holds, then this is the first time I've ever been to a tasting that's been unanimous. It really oh, is. Does that more uh, unanimous on that Elijah Craig barrel? No, because I was picking. I was picking different. I picked the one that Dom picked. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, well, there it is. It's unanimous. Well, I haven't told. I haven't commented yet. That's why I said if uh, it holds. Yeah. Well, I asked if there were any dissenters. You didn't raise your yeah, hand. Yeah, I'm not dissenting. Um, but I would agree that three would be first and foremost. Three is to pick. Yeah, it's obvious that three is to pick. Um, I might disagree on one and two. You switch them around because that 
buttery finish that I got when I was, you know, licking my lips on the end. What, what, what was very real. You know, that was on two. That was on two. Two two was different. You know, it had, you know the finish. You had to wait till it was gone, and, and sometimes I like to really have a lingering finish, and I think two had a more lingering finish. And at that at that lingering finish, you, you got some of the more buttery notes. You know, versus one was a, a bit more barrel and a bit more woodish. Whereas two was a bit more leathery and a bit more buttery, you know. But they were both very young, so I agree with with that assessment with them both being young. That's interesting because I'm with Harry. It's like wood, and then there's like a lingering pepper, rye, like spiciness on one, on two, on two. Really, I don't get any of that butter. Wow. So unless we mixed up our glasses and you you switched them. <laughs> well, on on two, I felt like I had some butter in the body, but not in the finish. I yeah, felt like definitely the not in the finish. The finish is it lingers for sure. It, yeah, it probably lingers the most just because it is so spicy. Yeah, that it, it stands out more. Like I just had three, and I still taste it right now, but it's much more sweet. Yeah, and number two is all spice at the end to me. So also. Keep in mind, these were tasted blindly, so we don't know what we're drinking. We know they're Buffalo Trace samples, yeah. right? But they're tasted blindly. So now that we made the pick, Andrew, three is the pick. Hmm? Three, three, yeah, three is the pick. pick. Andrew, can you tell us what we picked? No, can you tell us what we, what us we what did we pick? pick. Yeah, what we did pick before what we did pick. So there's not a whole lot of information on here, um, but I can read what we have. Hey, coach, you so, very interestingly, uh, pick the number one sample was from lot 11B01. And sample number two is from lot 11B01. So, same lot. The same lot. They are from the same location, which is C314. So, what's the difference? And they are uh, 30 barrels different. So, so it's the barrel. It doesn't have any information like rack okay. level or floor or position. But I'm assuming that 11 oh, is the year. So lot 11, which would mean this out? is a eight year old <laughs> bourbon. No, and that was number out. one and number two. No, you said they were both very young. And then number three, if I am reading this correct, is lot 10L13. Which one? Which would mean that it's from 2010, which would make it a nine-year bourbon. And it's from another location, P451 and barrel 143. And obviously all of these are at 90 proof, which is the standard Buffalo Trace. Uh, well, that's our barrel. So that do we have proofs or anything, barrel. or are they all standard proof? They're all proof to 90. 90, okay. And we went against both the other ones were 11 years. Well, no, they were from 2011, so I think that makes them an eight-year, eight okay. depending on when they went into the barrel. Right. And then the one that we picked is a 2010. So we picked the oldest one, and we did say the other two were kind of young. Correct. Okay. That was pretty... Okay, I mean, well... It, they they could have went down, like, in 2010, December, and January 2011. So. No, I, I remember when we did the... Uh, was it the Eliza Craig? When we actually didn't pick the oldest barrel? Yeah. 
and we picked the younger one that was I a think lot it was nicer. unanimous that that old barrel was uh, like don't even sell it anymore even right. the distributor had taken it off the table and said yeah, yeah this one's out yeah so age is not always a good thing. It's not. It's not. And, and that, that Elijah Craig is, is a perfect example of that. Well, uh, Adam Kelly, we won't bring that up. <laughs> Adam O'Kelly in the uh, St. Patrick's Day. Right. So we've done that. Um, I still got whiskey on the table. I think we probably all do. Um, but there, is a, there are a couple of beers that caught my eye here on the shelf. And one of them was this spoonful of sugar. Yeah. Um, so definitely want to get to cracking one of those open. If we get some, if I get some Shout out to Mark Dumas who's tuning in, tuning up, in and, and, and not really commenting, but he sent me a, a text message. So we, we know you're lurking there, Mark Dumas. Yeah. Shout out to you. Make sure you get some of this barrel, man. Any other brews that we want to maybe look at popping open? getting a hold of while we're here we uh because we're at somebody else's location we didn't bring our own beers in like we usually do um but we're definitely going to support eight degrees play-doh ah the brute ipa is that worth it it's worth hey you know what i love it um I don't, know, I don't know if you've seen Mark Bogus. I think we all had it because we all went to Old Nation. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know we if you've all went seen to Old Nation. Mark Bogus and I uh, banter I about it. That's a little bit far from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark uh, Mark Bogus drinks it like water. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does. And, and if I had enough of it, I probably would too. I really, I really like it. Um, so if you had it like Mark Bogus, you would drink it like water. Oh man, drink it the way he drinks. I drink it the way he drinks. Um, the batch that they have, the rainbow. Rainbow colors, that was very good. Yeah, rainbow colors was very good. That's, I think, the glass that I'm going to get okay. from the tap list they have. Yep. That's what I'm going to get. That's what I got. I did get my glass of uh, Chrissy. So if you aren't going for the mead, glass of beer, I guess. So, so I, I've been eyeing one that's right behind Wayne, and I'm not talking about the KBS. Ah. Miller High Life. High Life. Shout out to Dom. Right, we won't stop. We won't stop. But, but there is one I, I don't know if you guys have uh, have had it, but uh, Dom, there are a lot of yes. coconut beers here. Lots of lots of stuff. You know how you love them. Yeah. So come on out, man. Have you guys tried the outside hot milk? I have not. I tried it at uh, Ashley's. It was really good. Really. They've got some over there. I'm yeah, thinking about I, putting my own little four pack. My wife together. really enjoyed it too. Really? So I was thinking about grabbing a four pack. Hey, Amen. She let you come out. You got to, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> home with gifts. <laughs> Coming home with gifts, yeah. It's always a plus. Yep. <laughs> Anything you eyeballing around here, Wayne? Well, I'm not currently in the beer buying Right, right, mode. right. But if you were. I'm only buying palate cleansers. Right, right. Little do so. you know one of these carts is going to his car. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just not the one behind him. So. Any, any other one, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> With the palate cleansers, uh, I would probably be looking to get some of the, that Brute, uh, that B43. Yeah. Uh, is a nice palate cleanser. It's a, it's a wonderful yeah. palate cleanser. And it's, it, you know, again, it's, it's super flavorful. And as Mark shared uh, when we were at Old Nation, it's not low calorie. It, it looks like it might be, but it's not. It just doesn't have what it's they the call residual, residual sugar. sugars. Right, right, right. I thought he said it was low calorie for the style, right? It's low calorie for the style, but it's not low calorie. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, man, that uh, 
That number three is still still drinking well. I'm liking this. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the barrel. Thanks, Dom. We appreciate you. Now, have, have, okay, we will have to talk about this, about what are we going to do with the barrel afterwards. I'm looking for some interesting things to happen, and I don't think we need to share that on air right now. I don't think and, so either. However, and wait till let, that happens. let's put it on tape. Hey, Dom, can we get that barrel? We've got some people interested in it, Dom. We'll just leave it right there. Yeah. Yeah, can we have a barrel? Please, please, please. Was that a Ray Charles song? Sounds please, like baby, it please. Be. Yeah. So we had a list. Sasha and her slow bill. <laughs> I don't know if anybody can pull this up. The list that we had. Uh, yeah, I can pull it up. Somebody posted on Bruce Brothers earlier regarding the top 50 beers and how many of them we had had. Yeah, I think Christian drank three, if I if I remember three? correctly. No, it was seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, wait, wait. It was seven. <laughs> I'm just curious. How many? How many is it? I know I had thirty. Mine thirty-seven. Now I, I got to go back and look. I was at thirty-three. Were you at thirty-three? Then I must have been at thirty-one because I'm certain I didn't have more than you. Yeah, I was at 28. So what are standouts um, to you all on this list? That I haven't had, number one. And I'm looking forward uh, to getting some yeah, of that KBBS. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Toppling Goliath? Yep. Uh, my hero has assured me that I will try it. <laughs> and so seeming that my hero has assured me that I will try it, I know that I will because he gets everything. He yeah. does. You know. You know what I was glad wasn't on the list. Oh, I had four of them. Assassin. Assassin. Yes. Assassin was not on the list. And yeah. I'm glad it wasn't because Assassin is highly overrated. Uh, your hero, Juho, <laughs> brought a purple wax Assassin to a trade, and uh, not a trade, but a share we had at Andrew's house, and it was bleh. I mean, it was it was a good stout, but it wasn't. Hey, bucket list. Yeah, highly over. I mean, if I'm if I'm honest, it wasn't any better than barrel aged expedition stout. So, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, and 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 I was looking forward to that assassin being a lot better than it was. Um, and if I remember correctly, that assassin did not. Uh, I like the fo better than the assassin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the first time I drank the fo. I lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I said, wow, this is, now this is what a whale should taste like. When you've been waiting to taste something and you've heard all the hype and you say, I understand why. Yeah, it was one of those ones where, like a lot of times, like you guys were saying about Assassin, you open a bottle and it doesn't live up to that, that thing it, you it just had does, in your mind yeah. that you're like, this is going to be the greatest beer ever, but... I think half for me was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I think the thing that 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 in Michigan we've always had great Michigan beers, and we are blessed, truly. And some of those beers we've also bourbon rinsed them. Yes, you know. So when we take a beer like an Expedition Stout, and you make our own bay, make our own bourbon rinse, you know, and, and put that in. Uh, a Buffalo Trace or something of the likes and, you know, switch that around, take that shot and 
then pour the expedition style in there. And we've been very privileged, and, and so it makes it very difficult when you hear all the hype and say, well, this beer is not as good as half the stuff we create at home. Exactly. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. I was at I was number, at 27. Far too many sours on the list for me to get a get a number much higher. Where was Hetty Topper on that list? Hetty Topper was on that list. Has anybody here had Hetty Topper? Yeah. Did you put it in number three? Not at all. Exactly. Nope. I mean, it's Hedy another one. Hetty Topper might have been Hedy three years ago. Currently four doesn't years make ago? the list. Right. I mean, sadly to say, the list. I sometimes think that these writers are fond of things and, and like for example three years ago Treehouse was just we were all clamoring for it right everybody wants what they can't have know, but, but right now when we get Treehouse Treehouse is still a damn good beer but we've got a lot of damn good beers here we do we got the from boss Ascension, from Boss from, from Old Nation <laughs> yeah so it, it's not what it was yeah and I think when they put these lists together they sometimes confuse what was with what is. Absolutely. People are trading off their names. Yeah. And I think sometimes brewers confuse themselves with what was, with what is, and you end up seeing a lot of pallets around from different breweries that was once unattainable. Yep. <laughs> and now you can't help. You, you hurt yourself tripping over it. Tripping over it, right. Because right. it's everywhere. Yeah. Gas stations, 7-Eleven, dollar stores. Wherever. You know, wherever it no is. <laughs> Used to be one bottle per person. Now it's take as many as you want. Myers sending out ads saying, hey, we got it. Come get it. You know, just, yeah. All right, on another subject. How do you like that brew? <laughs> I do want to ask, though, because I'm, I'm kind of thumbing through. This is my first it. time with it. And I had said that the uh, Griffin Claw. Their brew I had on the weekend was yeah. my favorite brew so far, and this one has overtaken. Mark, you hear that? Adam likes the brew. Shout out, Bell. Where's the Bell? Where's the Bell? Come Where's on, Sasha, with the Bell. Oh, you don't lost Sasha the bell. lost her Come Bell. On. You ring the bell. <laughs> Hi, Mark. I'm sorry. So my question was going to be, what beers stand out on the list? Like for me, I don't know how in the hell Bourbon Paradise is at 49. And Hetty Topper is so high on the list. I'm not sure that Urban the list Paradise. was meant to be a ranking from 50 to 1, though. So is he, Well, when KBBS is num- number one, you have to yeah, think it's a ranking. Yeah, but Hetty Topper is number three. Well, And West Livern 12 is number two. And Wesley 12 three years ago was considered more a than, well. And it was more than three. I think this is an old list, and it goes back to what I was saying, that this guy is kind of time warped. He's a has-been. Well, I will say, like I said, I, I really enjoy you know, Co- Bourbon It, it might have been Billy D. Williams who put this list together. You said what? <laughs> and if we look, I bet number 51 was actually Code 45. <laughs> Double malt or single? Yellow Belly jumps out at me. Yellow Belly's a great beer. I always enjoy it. I was surprised to see Yellow Belly. Yeah. I've yeah. never had it. Really? Yeah. Talk to Wayne. There's nothing like smashing a Yellow Belly. Mm-hmm. We can probably make Is that right? We can probably find a nothing Yellow like Belly Nothing like smashing a Yellow Belly. Let's talk later. All right. Because <laughs> I think it's hard to make that list and put them in order when you have so many different styles. Right. So, and, and right. That that's why I think the, it was I, the I, I the thought top. it would have been better served to break it up into styles. Yeah. If yeah. you say, hey, the 10 best IPAs, 10 best stouts, so on and so forth. Because if you look at it, it's got 
one, two of each type of beer. Right. Maybe a few more stouts than others. Yeah. Because for me, none of these sours belong on them. Or it's not area one of them. Yeah, I guess there isn't any lagers on there, is there? I'd have to look again. Well, come on now. No, there's plenty of Belgium. That's disrespectful to Wolverine. Wolverine makes a great lager. They do make a great lager. Yep. And, and I yep. will put Wolverine, that massacre, up against almost yes. anything on that list. I agree. Now, I will say, I really did like Trillium Headroom. I don't know if it belongs on the top 50. Because I, I what do I like better? My favorite beer uh, from them was Victoria's, the Vic Secret Cutting Tiles. And I thought that was better than the Headroom was. Um, but again... A lot of name recognition, I think, going on with this. Um, double Sunshine from Lawton's. That's Lawton's, no That Double Sunshine hasn't been relevant in at least four or five years. At least. Um, now, Surly, Surly Darkness is good, but again... It's, it's been on the list for a while. Though. It's been on the list for a while, and it's not something that blows away stuff that is on the shelves here right now. Um, so when I think of a top 50, I think of things that make me say, hey, when is that dropping? Who do I know there that can get me a bottle? And certainly Darkness just isn't that for me. Um, the Shoots Abyss, which is a very good beer. Evil Twin Double That Abyss shouldn't make the list, though. No, and it's another one that's been on the list forever. It's just there because people put it there. Um, I don't know how much thought goes into this as opposed to hey this is what we usually put on the list so let's roll with it right. um, same thing with double barrel Jesus from copy, and paste. Copy, and paste. copy and paste list yeah exactly when and these aren't bad bourbon paradise as a matter of fact um, coming in at number 32 uh, Sasha's old standby with Finn Dumont Finn Dumont I love Finn Dumont yeah now, but I also I, love Bourbon County, and glasses. they're very different. I've got to say, I can't put them in the Finn Damone, you mentioned that. That did surprise me. Yeah. I was surprised to not only see it on the list, but at, you know, almost midway through. Yeah. At 32, like, really? And I mean, it's a, it's a well-done beer. It's, it's a great, it's a good representation of the style. Okay, well, where's Code 45? Come on, come on, OG. Where's my Mickey's at? So, you know, so, we can recognize the OGs. Let's recognize the OGs. Gentlemen, why haven't we, why haven't See, we made our own list? Why haven't we made our own list? We're having all this conversation about what someone and, else put together. And Grady has, has mentioned that earlier today. Okay. And I think we do need to uh, put together. I mean, I think that collectively we've had enough beers to make a list. <laughs> we, we, we did. Probably. Probably stroll through my, my untapped history and uh, yeah. we got to make that happen. Yeah. Now I got a question: Who's going to orchestrate and put together uh, the parameters on how we do it? We do the styles. Yeah. Do it the like styles, style. style. and we'll do a, a podcast of every style. Yeah. The top now, ten in every style. But shout, you have to number two. Who, who's going to compile the list? Yeah. Who wants to go and commit to blind though? Adam, you're our producer who's been away. Yeah. Adam, you're right. our producer who should be. I think you, know. you found yourself a job there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't a whale hunter, though. I can't get any of this big stuff. So well, we I can go and give you a list and you can go and hunt it down <laughs> of what I'd like to see and what I'd like to try. And but I think if we're going to do that, we, we really need to, for, for podcast purposes, probably break down style per show yes you know because that would be too many beers 
And can we do and five and not ten? Five, yeah, five. Because I'm thinking I'll agree. Five. You, you still having hazy nightmares, Sasha? Oh, my God. Oh, too much. Haze, so haze. much grapefruit in my life. I just, too much. Fuck it. Grapefruit is a good I'll thing. Taste like, I like grapefruit, but I don't want all the grapefruit. <laughs> it was too much. So five, I think top five. Got to make some pineapple in with the grapefruit. I guess. Tropical I don't know. Tropical I'm so punch. used to you giving me innuendo. I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> what does pineapple mean? <laughs> it's an eggplant. All right. <laughs> Eggplants and eight balls. See, I was going coconuts. You know, I don't. You know, uh, Go on. Mm, I can't. Yeah. I just can't. I will say the worst. that this Chrissy <laughs> goes really well with this bourbon. Oh. Me usually does go very well with bourbon. It settles down that harshness at the end. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm a big mead fan. You are. How much? How much mead do you have, Wayne? I've got a few bottles. I, I, I probably right have now. a. Uh, now, are meads considered palate cleansers? <laughs> No, meads are not considered palate cleansers. The bourbon, I'm just curious, that, the bourbon is the palate cleanser. <laughs> Bourbons are palate cleansers. Um, and, and I've got, I've got a few meads to where if if I just put them out there, I, I could probably make a dollar or two. Okay. Off selling, you know, a few Black Agnesses, a few okay. Heart of Darknesses, mm, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of Lord Jims. Ah, Lord Jim, Mr. Uh, Harbaugh himself. And, When's he leaving again? <laughs> Don't start it. Don't start it, man. You haven't been here in a while. Don't get put out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've, I've got a few. And as I'm getting closer to cleaning out my cellar, uh, I'm thinking about putting some more locks together. Mm-hmm. To, to, you know, because I, I'm... So you put together some mead locks? I'm, I'm approaching under a 1000 the thing about the meat lots, though, I think I'm the still price, waiting on my bourbon. The price lot. is going to be around Uh-oh. a thousand. <laughs> I think the Christian, price Christian was said he's waiting on his scary. bourbon lot. You know, I asked a couple weeks ago. You know, we had talked. You know, still waiting on. And he lived ninety seconds away. Houses look very different. You know how Detroit is from block to block. Ninety seconds is a whole new world. Ninety seconds away, and he can't pick up. Because I did tell Christian same thing with the with my. I want to put together some bourbon lots too, and if I haven't opened them yet, I want to put in a lot because I think at this point I've got eighty-five open bourbons, and it's just too many. Um, and I want to just get down to a drinkable number, and say when I get a bottle, I finish the bottle and go get the next one. I so was we'll reading see. an article that bourbon or whiskey. Investment, yeah, was nine hundred percent or something like that it over is. the last. 10 my years. problem is, is that I opened my bottles. <laughs> That's so if you had the right <laughs> bottles, yeah. And the problem is, like Harry said, we open our bottles. Yeah. Right. If Harry, Andrew, and myself, man, listen, could you know go back in time and and not Sit open the bottles that we have opened up to drink. We could put together our own bottle mutual fund. Absolutely. <laughs> Without you know, question. But the thing is, we enjoy the bourbons for the bourbons and, and, and not for the investment purposes. Right. And with that, they're meant to be drank and not hoarded and not just stashed somewhere to Flipped gather dust and, all of that. Yeah. and all of that. Yeah. You know, and, and the biggest thing that I'm more concerned with 
and we've talked about this and in our reality I don't want my kids just drinking my stuff up if something happens to leave me leave nothing yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's my point I, I want to have them not just saying hey dad left. what is this what is this what is this yeah and they're opening this bottle that I never got a chance to open. Mm-hmm. And it's a bottle that maybe could go for $1,200, 1300 know, Because we've all got some of those bottles that, do. you know, is a lot B here or a Weller here or, or something here that, you know, the, the secondary price is ridiculous. And though I would never pay secondary, I'm all right with selling that secondary. At hey, this man, point, money talks. I never thought that but I would But you don't sell. want your kids to be drinking it. No. Cheers in your. Well, and, and you know, end. you know my philosophy right, about holding gonna, all this stuff. I don't hold on. They don't know enough. what they got. Not just that, but they're going to drink my bottle and finish it up and go get a bottle of effing or Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they're going to follow with. They're going to follow this. You know, we got a chaser right here. Highly so, sought after bottle with, with something that's just yeah, run of the mill. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't mix my Booker's thirtieth anniversary with Coke, please. Don't you know? Yeah. That's it. Andrew, did you get any of that at Booker's thirtieth? I did not, but I didn't even try for it either. I, I mean, I didn't either. I I don't have Booker's thirtieth in my budget right now. <laughs> yeah, there's some of that. But also the, I mean, the 25th, the I tasted it. bottles I have is I don't really go after bourbon that much. The 25th to me is much better than the 30th. I, I tasted it. Hey, I want to rewind just a little bit. Adam just said something about a college party. And I know we're a beer podcast, but I would be remiss if I don't shout out my youngest who does not shout herself out. Uh, she's applied to uh, 17 schools. She's been accepted into nine, uh, waiting on the letters from the others. Of the nine that have accepted her, eight have offered her a scholarship. Beautiful. None has been a full scholarship, which has upset her. But of the eight renewable scholarships, she's got to date about $650,000 in scholarship offers. Beautiful, beautiful. Congratulations. And and, and she's going to be, I'm I'm very, you know, my wife and I are very proud of her. She's going to be one of those stories where you read a million dollars in scholarship offers yeah mm-hmm. uh so we just wanted to put that out there congratulations and she wants me to open a, a beer pub and i'm gonna hit the bell for it too <laughs> yes. hey i'm good at hitting the bell it doesn't even it was it was working fine when i did it i can't hit my own bell and she said dad when are bruce brothers gonna open a brew pub so well, i'm just throwing it out there as we're wrapping up well tell her she can be our consultant and her million dollars worth of scholarship. We, we can use that study? brain trust. Does she know yet? Political science. In law school. Yep. Well, she and I can talk. We could, we could definitely talk. My, one of my minors is poli sci. My sister's undergrad is poli sci. And she graduated from U of M Law. So we can definitely have some conversations about that. Um, we just got the two-minute uh, sign from our uh, lovely producer here. And uh, so we're wrapping up a two minutes of Eleni's and a drink, another drink. Yeah, which one is it? You need another drink, we need to wrap up. I'm presuming we need to wrap up. So, this is Bruce Brothers episode 10, live from Eight Degrees Play Doh. Thank you to everybody for having us out tonight. We're gonna hang out for a minute and and, uh, have a couple more drinks, maybe. Um, Join us April 2nd 
We gotta pop this spoonful of sugar. We're gonna pop yes. this spoonful of sugar. Um, special guests, great conversation. Hang out with us, Bruce Brothers, episode 10 for the culture. We'll see you next time. <laughs>